From Hollywood, it's out of my mind. I'm Jay Douglas, and in episode 21, we're revisiting tips from Holly Myers and Justice Joseph of the Elliott Bay Book Company. Holly talks about rereading the classics you may have, shall we say, experienced in an abbreviated form in high school. And Justice has suggestions for encouraging your kids or grandkids to read more. And what better time to start than when the family gets together for the holidays. It's another out-of-my-mind short story for baby boomers like you who are relentlessly curious about everything. If you're not a baby boomer, you can still listen to the program. All you have to do is admit that there's a reason the most popular social media platform is Facebook and not Face Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. Another socially aware episode of Out of My Mind begins with a classic opening. As I reported during the summer, baby boomers and even pre-baby boomers are finding enjoyment in rereading some of those classics we were forced to read in high school. Personally, I'm not giving them a second chance. Once around the block, even with cliff notes, enough. But there's always the chance that I'm in the minority, and that's why Holly Myers from the Elliott Bay Book Company in Seattle, Washington, is here to tell us whether there's any value in giving these books another try. It's absolutely valuable to reread the classics that you read as a young person, especially as we get older, because the books haven't changed, but our life experiences have changed. And so the richness that comes from those books is so much more poignant and personal to us as we reread them. For example, um, I just uh, recently went back to Frankenstein, Mary Shelley's book. And I have to tell you, it made so much more sense to me as an adult well past childhood. What she's talking about as far as the creation of life and what a feat it was and why this was so important and so precious and also so hideous. And it, to me, it just made so much more sense than when I was a teenager and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's really gross. He put a bunch of dead parts together and animated them. So what? <laughs> Every time I listen to this, I feel like she's reading my mind. So say that in a moment of weakness, I wanted to give this a try. Holly has an idea of where to start. I would say Don Quixote uh, because there is so much humor to that. And, you know, he's not a young man either. That <laughs> um, I think uh, the humor, I think, gets really lost on the young people. <laughs> the young people, that's capital T and Y. and yes. Um, so Don Quixote would be one. I would definitely recommend rereading Frankenstein. I think it is just such a beautiful book. I can't speak highly enough of it. And I think the third book I would pick... I might actually go outside of the realm of classics for a minute and tell people to reread Dandelion Wine. Ray Bradbury's book on childhood and innocence is so timeless and so, again, I'm going to use the word poignant because I don't know if kids today appreciate or know the wild ways that we had when we grew up before we were attached to iPods and iPhones and iThis and iThats, that we, when summer came, we just run amok. Um, I would definitely say dandelion wine, too. 
I'll give Holly Dandelion wine because I'm a big Ray Bradbury fan. If she'd said Silas Marner, she would have been off the show. Whether you reread the classics or not, I think the holidays are a great time to share with your kids and grandkids your joy of reading. It's a gift only you can give them, and it's healthier than a fruitcake. Justice Joseph and other of the fine booksellers at the Elliott Bay Book Company and I are on the same page here. Have books available for them. That will make a huge difference. If there are books there, at, if they're visiting you, if you just have books for them or if you send books home with them, just that availability is already going to make a huge difference. And another thing that I think is going to make a huge difference is you modeling reading. The other thing that you can do too is listen to them and their opinions, pay attention to their interests. And then alongside that, don't judge what they're reading. If they want to read The Hunger Games, they should absolutely read The Hunger Games. <laughs> That's what they're interested in. And there's a whole, whole huge just genre now of that sort of dystopian future. We live in an interesting time when a lot of these young adult novels are becoming these movies, which is getting kids into reading. I asked Justice for some other recommendations. You might want to sit down for this one. I love giving young readers graphic novels. Comic books? Sometimes older people and adults, and I was there myself, are kind of resistant to that because that doesn't feel like real reading. That doesn't necessarily feel like a book, but they are. And they are amazing and some of the best stories you'll find. And insofar as getting kids interested and, you know, just kind of hooked on stories, graphic novels, even audiobooks, it's a great way in. I'm a little out of my element here, not having read a graphic novel since my mother threw out my Superman collection when I was 27. Justice is a, a bit more current. Delilah Dirk and the Turkish Lieutenant by Tony Cliff is one of my absolute favorite books. It is about Delilah Dirk, and she is part Robin Hood, part Indiana Jones, all adventure, good for absolutely everyone, including including the baby boomers, I would say. <laughs> Just all give it a try. Just such a wonderful story. Um, another one that came out very recently is Nimona. Again, a duo involved, except this time they're trying to be villains and are working against this um, hero sort of corporation, if you will. And a fun story, really good messaging in it, though, about uh, friendship and morals, but told in this exceptionally beautiful way. And then I would be absolutely remiss if I didn't tell you about Zeta, the space girl, which is one of our staff favorites here. Uh, it's about this young girl and her friend who find a red button in the middle of the field, and they press that button. When they press that button, they get transported to another planet across the universe, and it's their story of trying to get back home. My wife heard me say that Justice and I were on the same page, and she says I owe you an apology. So, I'm sorry. Bad puns aside... It's good to know that from the classics to the comics, there's something for everybody to read and share this holiday season. And the joy of reading is one thing that will probably outlast that fruitcake. Holly Myers and Justice Joseph are booksellers at the Elliott Bay Book Company in Seattle, Washington. This is truly one of the great American independent bookstores. And if you find yourself in Seattle and you don't visit the store, you will be condemned to reading Great Expectations over and over again for the rest of your life. If you can't get to Seattle, you can visit the bookstore via its website. I've put a link to it in the show notes. Go to outofmymindpodcast.com, click on episode 21, and follow the link to show notes. 
If you're listening on YouTube, click on the Read the Show Notes banner that will appear in a moment. And that closes the book on episode 21 of Out of My Mind. I'll be back with episode 22 next Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern. Mark Horowitz will share once again everything you need to know about the satirical Peter Sellers film, The Magic Christian. If you're looking for a gift for a baby boomer on your list, this might be it, if you don't keep the DVD for yourself. It's another Out of My Mind short story. We'll have one for you every week through 2015. So let's plan on talking next Saturday. I'm Jay Douglas. Out of My Mind is produced by Penny Summers and is a production of the Theater of Your Mind Incorporated, Hollywood, California.